Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Hola, Lugo. I've been thinking about what we've been talking about since last week, and uh, I have no other thoughts, but uh, what is Lugo? What would Lugo do? I ought to get me a little bracelet or something. Oh, my goodness. That is pretty <laughs> amazing. I have grown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I uh, I went off my diet last week because my, my excuse is that I, my mom, I got to blame my mom because I went and visited her and um, she doesn't cook anymore. And so we, we ate out a lot. But um, mm. so if, if I gained any, if I, if I grew any physically last week, it's my mom's fault. Mom. So, um, oh. yeah. That's the anyway. kind of growth you do not want to have. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so you doing okay? So far, so good. Yeah. You, good. You're talking uh no, this week has been has been great. They're talking about growing, right? And I think one of the things that we have been growing is in in how we identify what our our team needs, right? And then how do we deliver that to our team? So so in the next step of what we're going to do in in our businesses and and in our organizations that that we are helping that they can be better yeah and so that has been that has been great we have gone through is a uh an exercise i call it value mapping and so we are going through uh what their mission statements are how they you know how that and the actions they take and how those actions and those plans deliver value uh to their constituents and then how we you know what we do deliver value to them and um and it's been it's been great to see that and uh, a lot of times we just do 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 i think kind of like what we were talking about last last week and sometimes we just don't don't stop uh to figure out how we create value and to tell you the truth that is one of the most difficult things for organizations uh, they as they grow, they they have a hard time understanding how deliver how do they deliver value, and so anyways, uh, I think I'm doing great, and especially after going through that mapping exercises, just really open your eyes to, you know, these are the kind of things that we have to do, especially during this time of the year, right? We we begin to get ready for the beginning of the year, and so for those who are listening. You know, this is a, a good opportunity to start going through your value creation, value mapping, you know, ecosystem strategy. And if you need help with that, give us a call, uh, send us a message through LinkedIn or, you know, we'll 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 set you up. But the truth is that what we want to do is we want to be better every single time. And so we have done all of these things. Let's be better next year. And And one way to do that is to understand how we have grown, you know, and how have we create a value for others. And, right. and and to tell you the truth, in all essence, we're here always to serve somebody. That's a, the best kind of leadership. 
Indeed. Now, uh, you mentioned last week, Lugo, uh, a few times, the A word, assessment. You know, how, how do you know that? And one of the things that I, I've, in my experience with uh, uh, helping others become leaders, is that we don't ask two critical questions. Excuse me, two critical questions. Number one is, where are you at? Mm-hmm. How much do you know right now? Because I tell you what, and I, I'm sure you've experienced it. You get a new quote leader in, and they start this program, a, a growth program, which is great. That the intent is great, but they're making me start with stuff I already know. I did this already, man. I, you know, I, I've got years of. I, in fact, I teach this. I'm teaching this to all. If you don't ask that question, what do you already know? You're liable to set them back because you know, and you know, leading has to do with relationships. If I don't trust that you're helping me grow, then I'm not going to trust you at all, period. But if I know that you are interested in where I'm already at and are going to help me grow, great. You know. So number one question, I think, is where are you at already right now? What do you know right now? And how can I help you? You know, And, and a lot of times uh, I've seen this in a lot of organizations, new program, a growth program. Great. Good idea. Good intention. And where everybody's going to do this. Well, you know what? I don't learn that way. You know, some mm-hmm. people are good at watching, uh, uh, what is it, lectures? You know, very, really, actually, very few people want to hear a lecture. More, most people want to be interactive. They want to get in it. You know, exercises. How do I how, tell me? Don't just tell me how to do that. Show me how to do it. And then let me do it. And that's how they grow, especially the youngsters. So if you're the kind of person that, especially if you, you were taught by lecture, well, the chances are you're, you're going to teach by lecture, and that's not the way people learn. Not all of them. Not right. all of them. So again, where are you at? What do you already know so that I don't waste your time? And we can get further because I already know those things, boss. Well, great. We can go, you know, I, I know one, two, and three. Let's go to four and five and six. Or, uh, and again, but don't don't sit me in front of a computer watching videos. I can't stand that. I hate that. Or yeah. some are better than others. It's like, uh, and, and as we answer the question, how do you grow? More and more people are not reading in our books anymore. They go, I hate it. I got, I think, uh, Waybook Press has published 15 of my books. They're all mm-hmm. on Amazon. And uh, But the books don't sell as much as, and I haven't done this yet, audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Everyone's telling me, do audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's assuming that you're going to listen and that you're going to listen right. But that's a different topic. Uh, but nonetheless, they want they don't want to read. They just want to hear it as long as they're on on their way to work, you know, which again, if we, if we only, we only print, we should know that that's not going to be very effective for the people who like to hear the the same thing. So, um, so anyway, I think a leader, you know, if, yeah, if we're going to grow, we need to know where we're going to start, you know, because we don't want to start where they already have been. We want to start where they can be uh, uh, growing you know, continuing to grow. And, and I think most people, at least me as a follower, if you're going to teach me stuff, well, don't teach me what I already know. Teach me new stuff and get me excited about it. So. Yeah, consider consider that. So there are four critical, four very important questions. And uh, these are four questions that we do for strategy. When we're thinking about strategy, moving uh, organizations, moving logistics, moving, uh, you name it, moving something to some kind of future. We think about four questions that are important. And these are the same ones that we can say that when you're thinking about you know, stretching and growing, I would think that they also apply to you. The first one is 
uh, you just mentioned, the first one is, and these two deal with critical thinking. Uh, where am I? Right? Why am I here? Uh, basically, uh, where am I at? Right. So this is where I am. The second question is, how did I get here? So those two questions uh, tell us a lot about our journey. Uh, first, one, it gives you situational awareness. Where am I at? And so you start looking uh, around you and you also make an assessment of of the capabilities that you have in there. And and then you you're you're trying to find purpose. I did not get here by accident. Something got me here. And that's why that other question is very important because it explains how did you gain all these capabilities and these strategies that made you successful? Because then you're going to have to, once you do that, then you're going to try to understand how you're going to make the leap because you are here now. But to understand how I'm going to make the leap, I need to understand what made me successful to get here? And as you know, the cliche comes in, what made you successful uh, to get here is probably not going to make you successful to the next level, but there's a lot of it that will make you successful, right? We cannot avoid all of those things. So knowing that, the next question is, well, it, that would be the third question. Remember, because first question, where where am I at? The second question, which is situational awareness and understanding, you know, basically doing an assessment. And then second question was, uh, how did I get here? So understanding my journey, what made me successful. So then I can do the leap, which is the third question. Where am I going? And so now I understand where am I going? And so and then the fourth question uh, is, how am I going to get there? Right. So the third question is, where am I going? So now I do another assessment. And in that assessment, I try to understand back to uh, some of this, the points that you were discussing is what are kind of the kind of capabilities that I'm going to need that I may not have. I mean, I know what my journey took me to. I know the capabilities that I have. But this new place that I'm going, it's the terrain looks a little different. The geography, may it, it looks a little different. There's all the things that are developing out there that may be obstacles for me to get there. What are those things? Because things are going to change. These things are not going to get static. So now that I am sure how that future looks like, now that I understand that, the, the kind of things that I'm going to need, then I think about how I'm going, how I'm going to get there. These are the, the typical uh, tactics and strategies that are going to make me successful. So now I think about those things that I need. What are this, the, the tactics and techniques and strategies that are going to make me successful. A lot of people think about, you know, in, in uh, you know, TTPs, right? Tactics, techniques, and procedures. So we think about the tactics. Okay, I have to outmaneuver here. I need to move this way because there's just a lot of people in this area. I, I'm going to have to take a detour here. Tactics, right? Uh, and then techniques is how do I do something, right? How do I do it? Uh, you know, I may need a tool. I may need to learn something. And then the procedure is now that I know how to do that, then I have a way of doing something. First, second, third, fourth, right? And so employing all of those things helps me grow. And at the end of that, right, once you get to that point or you get closer, there's some assessment points where you're going to say, let's say six every six months, most organizations do a quarterly review a quarterly metrics review. So it would not be 
unusual for us as leaders to have, have a quarterly metrics review to understand how am I doing in uh, achieving that place where I'm going? How am I, uh, you know, do I, am I acquiring the capability that I need? And then as I'm moving forward, am I putting in place my tactics, techniques, and procedures, right? Our TTPs, as we call it. So that way, as I am applying these TTPs, I'm also learning what is working, what's not working. And at the end of those three months, I can I can ask myself those questions and then and then go and take another leap for the next quarter. And so I think those things are, are important. And it kind of dive to uh, the points that you're talking about, the four critical questions, right? Two of them deal with critical thinking. The other two deal with strategic thinking and foresight. Well, and, and the part that leaders can't neglect, and unfortunately, I, I, assuming that what you see on social media is correct, and I think to some degree it is, the, the part that the leader has to play is as a mentor or as a coach. So you, you as a leader know these things, and I've got them uh, listed. These are the four questions that I need to ask. And, and then get the answers, of course, right? Get the answers. But I think a lot of times, Lugo, uh, what, to grow as a leader, I think you've mentioned it several times, takes experience. That's where the wisdom comes in. I've done this. It worked. It didn't work. I tweaked it. I do it better, whatever it is. And, of course, if you, if you keep doing what you're – Covey taught us this. As long as you're doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. If you're If you're failing – and you keep doing the same things, you know what? You're going to continue to fail. That's the way it is. But if you uh, are constantly going back to you, to the assessment, assessing how you're doing it and improving that, growing, then as you grow, ostensibly your followers will grow with you because you're sharing that same, you know, you're, you're, you're improving, they're improving. We're all in this together. But a lot of times, like I said, I see this on uh, social media. Uh, uh, Chief, I don't have a supervisor. How can you not have a supervisor? All of us answer to someone. Well, what they're really saying is that person who's supposed to be helping me, mentoring me, helping helping me grow, is never around. And back to what we talked about last week, they're overwhelmed. That person, that manager, that supervisor is overwhelmed with trying to get the stuff done that he or she doesn't have time to help the person that's coming behind them. Back in my in in our day, to go at least my day, I don't know, you know. I don't think we've ever talked uh, or discussed this. I was taught that my job as a leader is to work myself out of a job. My job, that's why I call you my protege number mm -hmm. one, because everything that I know, I try to teach you. Uh, Sometimes you're disrespectful and don't understand or, or, or <laughs> argue with me. But what I'm trying to teach you, Lugo, is the truth, you know? Oh, and the truth. The truth. Don't, don't worry but about it. I thought the truth comes from the debate. No, it comes from the chief. That's me. <laughs> I see. <laughs> but uh, no, and of course, you know, we're, we're messing with each other. But yeah, sure. And the growth, the growth. I mean, you know, I'm a couple of years older than you, but I, I'm still growing. I'm still doing things to help myself understand. I don't understand a lot of stuff that the youngsters do. You don't understand a lot of stuff that mm -hmm. the couple of generations down do. But, but the more we strive to the better we'll be as leaders. But the key, I think, is you got to be there. You know, mm -hmm. you got to be there. You, yeah, you give, uh, you know, I think a lot of, or I see this, organizations say, yeah, we got a new program. We're going to invest so much money and growth and all that kind of stuff. Okay, but who's going to do it? Well, the company. No, no, don't, don't be specific. 
These people yeah. are going to be doing it. And that would be the first line supervisors. You know, you get in the, the person that's at the at the bottom of the, of the totem pole. Well, how do I do this? I, I don't know. Well, you should have somebody that teaches you and continues to do that. And it should be a, a what do they call it? A, a, is it a waterfall effect? I, I think that's what they term, the, the, the term that people use, where the, the highest member teaches the next highest, who teaches the next highest. And eventually everybody's teaching each other. So, uh, But I think yeah. people fail in that, Lugo, because you can't forget that. You know, high tech is great. But it will never be. It will never replace high touch. You know that. That that's why we enjoy this podcast. That we get to see each other and connect with each other. Although we're not physically next to each other, but it's better than you know not seeing each other. So yeah. uh, so hey, don't forget a leader. Uh, and yes, quote sure uh, people uh, leaders lead lead or grow leaders, but the most important person you're going to grow is that good follower. That's that's my my scheme. I'm going to stick with that. So we have trained thousands and thousands, uh, right? I mean, you have, I, I know I have. Uh, and, and even through the programs that we do now, uh, you know, through uh, different organizations, uh, you know, that, that we lead, I tell you, we have programs for organizations and we develop, uh, you know, emerging leaders. We have accelerated leadership uh, training for others. And, uh, and we also have different kind of things, uh, programs, and we also do strategies for organizations to help grow. And through all of those things, I would say that the ones that I have seen growing are those that had the right attitude. And you know what the right attitude is? Their attitude is one of, of, you know, that they're open to listening, to do self-evaluation and do something. Uh, that's it, you know, to do something with what they have learned. And and I tell you, uh, when we're thinking about growing either personally or you're talking about your gang, it doesn't matter. It takes, it takes. Uh, you just cannot get a, away from what natural systems do. For example, cultivating, right? You you can throw seeds everywhere, but if you don't cultivate those, you know, the sun will will rise and will scorn. Uh, it, it will whatever grows, it will die quickly, especially here in Texas with the sun. And then <laughs> uh, the birds will come and and take it away. But but it requires that that you are a fertile ground, and so when the seeds come in. That you begin to, you know, uh, take the appropriate steps to get water, you know, to get a little bit of sun, to get to introspect into what you are learning. And then you apply. And as you apply, you struggle. And through the struggle, then you learn. I know I had the students that complained that I don't give them the answer. I don't give them the answer right away, but I make them, you know, think through. So and and after we're done, they graduate from some of our programs. They one of them, and I remember one of them mentioned, you know what? And I wanted the answer, and you didn't. And you tell me this story about, you know, this and pie and discovering this and that. And yeah, because it was easier for me. Uh, I want them to grow, but it's easier for you to grow when you discover something than me giving you the right answer. And so it requires cultivation. So I think what happens too, when we're thinking about uh, developing ourselves, we need to think about that. But we also, when we're thinking about developing others, we also got to think that, yes, you got to plant the seeds, 
and that's what they're doing, right? You're doing things, but you also have to cultivate. And to cultivate means that you got to a time stop, water the plant, make sure the seed is not above the ground, but it has the correct depth, right? You may have to put a little bit of dirt over it, you know, to make sure that this that the roots, the terrain is good. All of those things is requ are required from a leader. And for us to think that just doing, doing and throwing some stuff out there, things are going to happen. If you violate the cultivate uh, principle, then of course, you are not going to grow yourself and you're not, you cannot make others grow because you don't understand the process of growing as a leader. We, you, you know, we're running out of time, time here, but that's a great topic to, to continue on talking about. How do you cultivate a, a climate and a culture for growth? Wow. I like that. I like that. Let's I talk like that too. And you're talking about two different things. Well, you yes. know what? Let, let's not talk about it right now. Let's talk about it the next time. Next <laughs> but time. These are very good, good because, topics. You know, when you got to go, you got to go, and I got to go. Lugo, we'll see you next week. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and help you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great. <laughs>